Come on, partner, saddle up and go. Get ready for the cowboy show. We've been working since the break of day. We've been doing it the cowboy way. Now it's time to play. We're gonna ride and rope and wrangle and do. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Yes, partners, it's time to saddle up once again and ride the airwaves with Riders in the Sky. Many hats, where they call the king of the cowboy fiddlers and Ranger Doug, the idol of American youth. Not yet. This is Texas Big Spender inviting you to join Riders in the Sky for a thrilling program of high yodeling adventure. We're gonna ride, rope, and wrangle it too. We're gonna hoot and holler and holler at the moon. Every buck red and buckaroo, there's a place around the fire for you. Riders in the sky, so come on and let's ride. And now with the 2745th performance of their career, here are Riders in the Sky. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, buckaroos and buckarettes. Thank you, Texas Big Spender, the voice that sold a million baby chicks on border radio. Too Slim plays the bass to my left. I'm Ranger Doug playing the shiny new Triggs guitar. To my right and your left is Woody Paul, the king of the cowboy fiddlers. Our orchestra is under the direction of Joey the Cow Polka King. And we are going to sing about the happiest time of the whole trail drive when payday rolls around. Oh, one, two, three. I'm dressing up in silver in a little while. I'm going to ride into for every cowboy battle, I know we'll lift his heel until the payday rolls around. So I'm feeling fine, because there's lots of time, for we're all homeward bound. To work and slave with cattle, sweat and swear in battle, until payday rolls around. Now what will this cowboy do when all of his work is through? Just what I'm gonna do now. With money to spend and jingle off into town To mingle with all my friends I allow Oh, and maybe some blue-eyed gal Will wait for her bronco pal To ride over the hot desert ground Through hard and golden hair Knows that I'll soon be there When payday rolls around I'm dressing up in style For in a little while Gonna ride I'm feeling fine because there's lots of time before we're all homeward bound to work and slave with cattle, sweat and swear in battle until payday rolls Ever so often comes the time to involve our listening audience, and this, if you haven't guessed, is one of those times. We're taking a poll on an incredibly momentous matter, that of changing Ranger Doug's name. 
This may seem like a radical move at first, but for 15 years now, ever since his promotion from Deputy Doug, our yodeling ranger, the idol of American youth, has been accosted in airports, trail drives, after shows on tour, and even at baseball games by well-meaning fans who invariably call out, Hey, Ranger Bob! Yo, Ranger Bob, come meet my girlfriend. Hey, Ranger Bob, Ranger Bob, got time for an autograph over her? I just love your music, Ranger Bob. Did you really write Tumbling Tumbleweed? <laughs> now, we know our fans are not willfully ignorant. There is simply a fantastically common misconception that Ranger Doug's name is Ranger Bob. In an effort to clear up the confusion, as well as to save those countless hours it takes to set the record straight time and time again, we're considering changing the name officially to Ranger Bob. Now, how do you, the loyal fan and devoted listener to Riders Radio Theater feel? Write us at Ranger Doug or Ranger Bob, P.O. Box 277, Whites Creek, Tennessee, 37189. That's P.O. Box 277, Whites Creek, Tennessee, 37189. Let us know. Cast your vote. Ranger Doug or Ranger Bob. We'll fill you in on the results on a future show. And now Riders Radio Theater sends a great big western howdy to our station of the week, KRPS in Pittsburgh, Kansas. And here's the king of the cowboy fiddlers with the exciting conclusion of the Cliffhanger Waltz. One, two, three, two, two. Good work, 13 weeks. That was worth waiting 13 weeks for. Yes, it was. <laughs> certainly was. Guess and it's guest time here, isn't it, Texas Bix? It certainly is, Ranger Doug, and you, as you are our ace introducer, please introduce our guest. Well, I have to introduce first Woody Paul, who will gladden our hearts and lift our spirits by introducing our guest. Well, Ranger Doug, our hearts are going to be truly gladdened and our spirits are going to be lifted this week because we have a group beloved in this country and beloved the world over. They're from up in Michigan, up Michigan way, and they're well known to folks who know what Diddy Why Diddy means. Please welcome the Chenille Sisters. Yes. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Would you, thank you. Would you glorious young women introduce yourselves by one by one for these people? Yeah, uh, my name is Connie. And I'm Grace. And I'm Cheryl. Great, and you have a song for us, don't you? Yes, we do. It's, a, it's kind of a um, song about breaking up with someone. Ooh. Yeah. It's not real sad, though. It's the lighter side of breaking up with someone. <laughs> the, the lighter side. side of a suicidal moment. Oh. <laughs> That's right. When we moved in, you bought a little bit, a little bit of furniture. You said you wanted more, you wanted more, and so I put it on my MasterCard and wondered if we'd ever have enough to pay. At that time, you had a job, you had a job, and you were making lots of money, lots of money. I was doing well myself. I never thought that I would ever see the day that life could be such bliss. And then you bought an Eldorado, Eldorado, and you said it was for me, it was for me. But then you wouldn't let me drive it, let me drive it anywhere because I couldn't even reach the gas. You know, you could have warned me, it could have been discussed. At least you could have left my car keys, and now I ride the bus 15 miles to work. Ah, 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 ah. 
just sat there in a stupor, in a stupor, and then seeing what you took, I called a friend to come and drink and bring her Frigidaire. You knew the bills were in my name, were in my name, but then you had to have a condo, have a condo, and the dog that cost a fortune just had puppies so damn ugly that I couldn't even give them away. Was it ever love, dear? Was it even close? I guess it is my wearing blender that I will miss the most, and I don't even cook. Ah, 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 ah. I'm not gonna beg, I'm not gonna stew, I'm just gonna sick my mother on you. That you just cannot find love, you can't find love from a man whose nicest thing he ever said to me was that I had a wonderful pair of stereo speakers. By the way, I cannot wait until I find you. I have a few things to say. That promotion that you wanted, your boss gave away to me. Say, Levy. <laughs> Well, that's good. East meets West, boy meets girl, and here are the Chenille sisters. Well, this is great, Chenille sisters. You know, two wacky trios on the same show. This is great. Yes, a wacky trio meltdown. Yep. The only difference between the riders in the sky and us is the hats. Ooh, gotta have big hats. You guys might consider huge hats. It's been good to us. Actually, Too Slim, we have other influences. Oh, really? Like what? Well, we like drama in our music. We trace a lot of our influences to the classical Greek chorus. The what? The Greek chorus. You know, the singers in white robes who stand above the action and comment on what's going on. The Greek chorus can change the whole drama of a situation. Wow. Is there a lot of call for that kind of act? No. That's why we added the tribute to Jerry Lee Lewis to our show. Excuse me? Jerry Lee Lewis. You know, a tragic figure out of control. It's very classical. You know, Euripides even wrote a play about a guy shooting his bass player, just like Jerry Lee did. I didn't know that, but it makes sense. Uh, we certainly all thought about it around here. Now, <laughs> now cut that out. Folks, how about a large send-off for those sweethearts of the rockabilly Greek chorus genre, the Chenille Sisters. Riders Radio Theater is a mammoth radio pictures production in association with WBXU. This program is being taped live at the Emory Theater in the Queen City of the West, Cincinnati, Ohio. Stay <laughs> with us, Saddle Pals. We'll be right back. We continue now with the National Big Band Polka Countdown. Here's the number one song, Stardust. Riders Radio Theater. 
And now Riders Radio Theater presents the ongoing saga of the Cowboy Way. Tonight, episode 13, the concluding chapter of The Lost Suburb of Gold. As faithful listeners will no doubt recall, riders in the sky are excavating a landslide deep within a cavern in Meatloaf Mountain. They believe it blocks the entrance to the lost suburb of gold. Finding the gold is extremely important because the villain Slocum, in possession of a seemingly authentic Spanish land grant, is poised to take over the valley. However, he has agreed to sell his land grant for $200 million. Of course, given a choice, Slocum would rather take over the valley and steal whatever gold the riders might find. To this end, he gave Charlie a saddle horn cellular phone and sent him to follow the riders. We better use code names over the phone. You be king of Spain, right. and, uh, and I'll be drywall. <laughs> <laughs> right. But when Charlie called to report where the riders were searching for the gold, sunspot activity caused his call to go to High Sheriff Drywall instead. As luck would have it, Drywall was expecting a call from the king of Spain. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hey, boss, this is the king of Spain. <laughs> Meet me at sundown. Uh, the trailer goes up to Meatloaf Mountain. The King of Spain wants me to meet him on Meatloaf Mountain. I gotta get going. Meanwhile, a naval force from Port Wiley on a mission to recover a forgotten atomic bomb from an abandoned underground test facility in a remote area of Meatloaf Mountain armed the bomb instead and are now fleeing for their lives. And now episode 13 entitled Wrong Number at Ground Zero. In the yawning depths of a cavern in Meatloaf Mountain, Riders in the sky using a D-10 caterpillar and lots of back-breaking labor are making short work of the landslide that may block the opening to a fabulous treasure. I think we're about to break through. Woody, pull on back there and let me get through the pickaxe. Okay. Here I go. Oh, that's got it. Here's a hole big enough to crawl through now. Let me widen it so we can walk through. Whoa, that did it. Let's go see what's in there. Okay. Flashlights on and let's stay close together. Carefully, the riders ease their way through the man-sized opening and find themselves in a pitch black room. Here are some steps leading down. Let's see where they go. Undoubtedly carved by human hands. Through a narrow passage in the living rock, the steps go down, down, down into the inky darkness of the earth. Hold it, boys. I think we've reached bottom. Let me shine my light around and see what's ahead. It's, it's opening up. It's, it's huge. It's too vast for a flashlight to show us much. Hey, here's a torch on the wall. Mm, but it's stuck. It won't come out. It seems to be soaked in oil or something. Well, let's light it. Maybe it'll help us see better. Okay. Wow, look at that. The fire's flowing through some kind of tube, lighting torches all around the room. Yes, it is. It's some kind of ceramic tube, and there must be a very flammable oil of some kind in it. Oh, look! Gold! Everywhere! It is. It's a city. What? Well, a suburb of gold. Oh, gold sidewalks! Gold streets! Gold dark houses! Oh. Yes, it is the fabulous lost suburb of gold. But even while the riders are basking in its reflected glory, in another subterranean chamber, namely an abandoned underground nuclear testing facility, the timer of an atom bomb is ticking away. And on the ground above it, the men of Port Wiley are running around in a complete panic. Clear the decks! Clear the decks! Head for the hills! Big blow coming! Avast, avast! Shiver me timbers! This way, men! No! No, this way! Sir, we're running around in circles! Look! The accordion player's getting away! Quick, after him! No, let's let him go! We'll go this way! All Great right! Idea. 
Meanwhile, halfway up the trail on Meatloaf Mountain, Charlie is hiding behind a rock. The sunspots have cleared up, and his saddlehorn cellular phone is ringing. Yeah? Ah, uh, is this the, uh, the King of Spain? Well, of course it's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the king of Spain. This is a drywall. <laughs> right. Any sign of the gold? I don't know. I can't get close enough to see. Huh? Hey, I thought you were coming out here. Well, not till I know for sure they found the gold. Uh, oh. Now listen up. Get that package I gave you. There's a mushroom disguise in it. What? Put it on and, and go see if they found any gold. Oh, Slocum, I don't know about wearing your disguise. Huh? Every time I put one on, it seems like I catch on fire. Charlie. Don't you think I thought of that? Yeah. That mushroom disguise is made of the most flame-retardant material on the planet. Why, it would take a, a nuclear-ignited fireball to torch that thing. Yeah, not much chance of that happening. <laughs> no, there's not, Charlie. Now get going and call me if you see any gold. Okay. Quickly, Charlie dons the mushroom costume, and shortly after that, a rare, giant, doofus mushroom is hopping up the trail on its one stalk. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the no longer lost suburb of gold, the riders have made a fantastic discovery. What is it, Ranger Doug? It's a golden scroll, and it's written in Spanish. Spanish? How did it get here? Well, according to legend, a Spanish explorer named Don Dave Concepcion discovered this place back in the 1500s. Wow. Well, gosh, Ranger Doug, you can translate Spanish? Uh, yeah, what's it say, big fella? Well, I'll try. Let's see. Uh, apparently, it's a joint declaration. Oh, written with a... What? Uh, from the leader of the cliffhanger Indians who lived here, and Don Dave Concepcion, acting for the King of Spain. It says here this agreement uh, supersedes any other grants or treaties in perpetuity. Huh? In fact, it says in its colorful language, as long as the rivers shall flow, as long as the sun shall shine, this valley is to belong to the people who work the land, who treasure the land, who will preserve it and protect it and graze a little cattle. Wow. wow. Sounds like this negates Slocum's land grant from Philip the Superfluous. It certainly does. Don Dave was the emissary of King Fernando the Festballer, and his first act on assuming the throne was to de declare null and void any deals or grants entered into by his predecessor, Philip the Superfluous. Well, this is great news, of course, but unfortunately, at this moment, the atomic bomb clock not far away is about to strike. It was a small nuclear bomb, and the actual damage from the initial explosion causes little more than earth tremors all through Meatloaf Mountain. And in the suburb of gold, buildings sway and the golden roads and sidewalks buckle slightly. And while no real damage is done, still it is a bit scary. Oh, what was that? The earth moved. I don't like this. We'd better get out of here. But as the riders try to flee, the real terror begins. Roaring flames caused by the atomic explosion blast through a series of connecting caves and burst through to the suburb of gold. Holy cow, the cave is burning. The gold, it's melting. It's melting. Come on, run for it, boys. We gotta get out of here. Rivers are molten gold are beginning to flow and run everywhere in here. We're doomed, finished, fried to the hide. Nothing can save us. Is this the end of riders in the sky? We can't get back up the steps. The walls are collapsing. Yes, it appears this time there is no way out. The riders are doomed. But wait, suddenly high above the flames, three lovely women in long flowing white robes appear out of nowhere. Good grief. It's a Greek chorus. What? Where? Up there, on that flat top stalagmite. 
Oh, dandy. We need a flash flutter as best as suits. And what do we get? Three women in white robes on a flat top stalagmite. Well, quiet down, side meat. We need to hear what they have to say. Wow, there's a piano player there, too. They must be one of those rockabilly Greek choruses. You shook my nerves and it rattled on your brains. This kind of plot drives a man insane. A golden bird? That's too absurd. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. You bought a script and you thought it was funny. That's what you get for this kind of money. A stinking plot? That's got you hot. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Your buns are burning. Ooh, feels hot. You better listen. Cause when you're telling it, you're only shot. Don't cry. Here's why. If you only yodel, you won't find, find, find. A yodel. Will it work, Woody? Oh, gosh, Ranger Doug. If it's focused right up the steps, it just might hold the walls back long enough for all of us to get through to the cave above. Will number four do it? That's a lot of hot rock. I'd go to a number three, just to be sure. But won't that deafen the Greek chorus? That's a chance we'll just have to take. Cover your ears and stand back, everybody. Here goes. The magnificent number three yodel powers its way through the shaky, quaky, flaming cavern and up the narrow stone step. Is it strong enough to hold back the quivering, crumbling walls? Yes, the yodel works. What are we waiting for? Let's go! The color yodel and the way was clear. Our job is finished, so we're out of here. We doused the flame, that's why we came. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. We made it out! <laughs> oh. We're safe. We can't stop here, too, Slim. That stairway is like a vent, and there'll be a monstrous fireball roaring up it and out through here any second now. We gotta get all the way out of the cave. Woody's right. Come on, run for it, boys. Ten seconds later, the riders reach the entrance to the cave, but a giant mushroom blocks their way. We can't stop, or we'll be fried. We'll have to run over it. Ordinarily, it would be easy to run over a hulking doofus like Charlie, but with both his legs tightly encased inside the one stalk of the mushroom, it's a piece of cake. Oh, oh, hey, oh, ooh. Leaving the trampled big mushroom in their wake, the riders gain the outside and head down the mountain. Back in the cave, Charlie is struggling to get to his feet. When the fireball, Woody mentioned earlier, comes roaring through. Uh-oh. Hey, where's my Greek chorus? Charlie swirls him up into its center, then shoots out the cave entrance and falls off the side of the mountain, taking the flaming deep-fried mushroom with it. After watching all this in stunned amazement, the riders reclaim their horses and head into town. Once there, they waste no time in confronting Slocum and letting him know his land grant, authentic or not, is null and void, thanks to the golden scroll they recovered from the once, now lost again, suburb of gold. Curses foiled again. Now, you, you didn't happen to see Charlie out there anywhere, did you? No, we didn't, Slocum. Odd thing, though, we, we did see a flaming 300-pound mushroom. Eh, well, that's something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
that night under a full moon, with the cloying smell of freshly pruned fruit trees wafting in the evening breeze. Ranger Doug wraps his manly arms around Miss Marm. Will you allow me, Miss Marm? Miss Marm does, and Ranger Doug dislodges the hairball that has been plaguing her since episode 10. Miss Marm, you too. As for the men from Port Wiley, they eventually stumbled back to port and resumed their bumbling ways. Well, that about wraps it up, except for a certain high sheriff who is still wandering around Meatloaf Mountain looking for the King of Spain. Man, I tell you what, that King of Spain sure taking his royal time about getting here. I'm starving. Such a dang hurry, I forgot to bring any food. Wait a minute, what's that up there? Well, I'll be dang. Ordinarily, I wouldn't eat a deep fried mushroom, but I'll tell you what. I'm so doggone big and well done, I'm so hungry, I'm gonna make an exception. Oh, no, you're not. Huh? <laughs> and that concludes the exciting Western melodrama, The Lost Suburb of Gold. And now, here again, our riders in the sky, Joy the Cow Polka King and the great rockabilly Greek chorus, the Chenille Sisters. Chocolate is great, chocolate is grand. Melts in your mouth, melts in your hand. Chocolate is love. Chocolate is here, chocolate is now. Beans from Brazil, milk from the cow. Chocolate is love. Mm -hmm. Please don't mention the chemical connection. Chocolate makes in my head. It's with Miss I'm drinking, eating Hershey bars, and thinking if I can't be in love, I'll have a truffle instead. Cocoa is warm, sickles chill, whatever the form, it's always a thrill. Chocolate is love, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, chocolate is a big part of our lives. And we'd like to share with you now our testimonials in the hopes that each and every one of you will accept chocolate into your lives. That I dream of hot fudge and ice cream. Snickers are fine, milk does divine. Hagen does chocolate, chocolate chip is a trip. I couldn't survive without my good diver. I eat a chunky when I feel funky. A toll house cookie is better than nookie. Annie, S-T-L-E-S, Nestle's makes the very best. Chocolate is love. Mm -hmm. For more information on Riders in the Sky, Two Slims Mercantile, or Riders in the Sky International Fan Club, write to Riders in the Sky, 7 Music Circle North, Nashville, Tennessee, 37203. The cast and guests of Riders Radio Theater Bunk at the famed old Quality Hotel Central in Norwood, Ohio. The part of Miss Marm, played by famous Jamie, famous Jamie Amos. 
Riders Radio Theater is written and directed by Riders in the Sky, along with yours truly, Texas Big Bender. Our production foreman is lovely Lisa Miles. Our sound effects wrangler is Professor Zeno Klinker. For WBXU, the executive producer is J.C. Doc King. Producer Lasso and Larry Ashcraft. Coordinating producer Jeff Whistle. Recording engineer Gallopin George Zahn. Sound effects honcho Winchester Jim Springfield, who appears courtesy of Harris Allied Broadcast Division. Our chief engineer, Jambry J. Crawford. Stage manager on the mark, Tipton, and sound engineer, Rope and Rich Burdett. This is Texas Big Spender saying so long, Saddlebiles. We'll see you next week on Riders Radio Theater. This is the VXU Radio Network. <laughs>